Well, that was absolutely rubbish, wasn't it? Welcome back, guys, to Let's Talk Liverpool. And if you guys haven't watched the West Ham review, go and check it out. But in that, I I was very cautious in in kind of stating that we had overcome the blip that had uh, plagued us throughout December and January and that actually everything was back to normal. Players had regained their form and... Um, you know, everything was great and we were going to be able to then close that gap, hopefully to Manchester City um, and then kind of go on, go on a bit of a charge now to the end of the season um, to try and possibly see if we can retain the Premier League. But this game was very much a crash back down to reality. Uh, I think it exaggerated some of the issues that we've had against uh, particularly the smaller teams or the, the teams in the lower half of the table um, this season, but also... Um, kind of echoing a bit what Klopp said after the game in that this game you you kind of maybe saw and even felt it felt the kind of physical uh, and mental fatigue and I said that I said this last time like the, the Premier League's been relentless this this year I feel like for the last like six weeks almost there's been games every midweek and yes there are teams that are thriving from it uh, and so I, I'm not using it as an excuse. You know, City have gone on, what, 12 straight wins now? Uh, Manchester United are, are putting together some great performances. So it's definitely something that um, can benefit your team if you're on the right run. However, if you're on a bad run like we are, playing this frequently just doesn't give you an opportunity to, I guess, do two things. One, to, to reflect on what's not going well and think about what you can do differently. But also allowing Klopp and his coaching staff the time on the training ground to work on different ways of playing, etc. Uh, one of the things that you know became very apparent from, from social media and Twitter in particular after the game was was our lack of plan B. Uh, and that has always been the case since Klopp came, right? We've never we've never had a plan B. We as soon as he kind of as soon as kind of uh, Mo Salah really came into the team, we've been we've been in a four three three formation uh, and that's what we've stuck with. And I think a lot of what Klopp's early uh, work at Liverpool was was getting that to work and getting the players to work in that system. Uh, and then it worked so well for us for two, for two, possibly even three years. But this year, I think we're seeing um, the need for the from for the evolution of that one to get the players who make the most impact or who can make the most impact, particularly in an offensive way, into the game more. Um, but also to present our opposition with a slightly different challenge that they haven't seen from us before, because everybody knows how Liverpool is going to play at the moment. Uh, you know, I take City as a good example, partially due to the injuries they've had up, up up front, but they've adapted the way they're playing. They they played with a false nine. They played with De Bruyne up front. They played with Sterling up front. They played with Foden up front, um, and they're giving different looks to the opposition, which is making them very, very difficult to play against. Whereas our approach, particularly at home, I would say, is very much predictable. And and that's why I think last season we were able to beat we were able to beat that just because of the kind of desire of the team and the desire of the club and the desire of the fans to win the Premier League. But now that that has waned, as you would expect um, we are really, really struggling against this team. But let, let's let's talk specifically about this Bryson game then. So going into the game, a couple of new injury concerns um, with Allison being out ill, I believe, uh, which is a strange one. And I saw I saw a tweet a couple of months ago, but it was like for a goalkeeper, Allison misses a lot of games, 
uh, and it's very, very true. Uh, it always seems like there's something, um, but shows shows where Klopp's thinking at is that Adrian was on the bench and it was uh, Kelleher who started. I think um, particularly the Wolves game earlier in the season where Kelleher did really, really well um, has put a lot of faith, um, or Klopp has put a lot of faith in Kelleher. And I actually think Adrian will probably leave in the summer because Klopp has probably seen enough now um, that he's confident that Kelleher can can take on that responsibility and uh, Nat Phillips obviously continued on in centre-back even though Ben Davis um, and Ozan Kabak had arrived at the club I think it was going to be it was very unlikely that Kabak or Davies were going to play um, we know Klopp's approach to bringing in players even though the def- even though we have the defensive kind of problems we have um, he was never going to bring in uh, you know two young defenders into a uh, into a Premier League game straight away uh, again I think if Fabinho is fit for the weekend, I think he will play uh, alongside Jordan Henderson at centre back. Um, but should he not be in, should he not be fit? I think Klopp will stay with the same. I think he will stay with um, Henderson and Nat Phillips. I don't think he will chuck in Kabak or uh, Ben Davis uh, against Manchester City. I, th- I think they will struggle, uh, and and you know we don't want to hugely knock the confidence possibly of of our new signings. Um, because it'll be a bit of an upward struggle since then. But the midfield is very much the same. Uh, I talked a bit about how in West Ham, how experience was going to be the way. Um, and uh, I still agree with that. I think experience is going to be key in midfield. And I think Klopp will stick with the exact same midfield, which is why we saw Genie Wine Adam come off um, so early, I believe. And then up front, um, Mane still not recovered. And I think, as I said in the West Ham game, I think that's mainly down to the fact that Klopp wanted to save him for the Man City game. But, you know, Saving saving plays for the Man City game is only is only helpful and useful if we were going to win the Brighton game. And not having won the Brighton game puts even more pressure on the Man City game. Um, and if we're going to have players that back that maybe aren't one hundred percent fit, that's even worse. Um, so yeah, I, I think uh, you know maybe he just wasn't fit enough and it wasn't a problem. Maybe he'll miss Sunday as well. Uh, but if he misses Sunday, that will make a really big difference uh, to us um, because Shakiri, who came in uh, to replace Sadio Mane in the team against Brighton it just didn't work it really really didn't work him out on the left hand side it the the relationship with Andy Robertson Andy Robertson was playing kind of both as the fullback and the winger um Shaq got a little bit lost he wasn't able to come in like he can from the right hand side onto his left foot and, and try and um influence the play get the ball into the to the front players and so he ended up just always keep coming inside and passing the ball back to to genie and uh, and honestly i think it wasn't a very good idea i think if Sha- if shaq can't play on the right he's got to play as one of the three in midfield um i don't think he, he's just not the right player to play on the left i, I honestly would have preferred to have Divock on the left um just give a provide a bit more threat um from an attacking side kind of on the outside of the defender as well, and just someone who's going to run at the defenders rather than always just take the ball inside and cut inside. So, you know, we don't we don't call out Klopp on too many things, but if he's made a mistake, and I think he's made a mistake, I think that was a mistake, playing Shakiri out on the left. Um, I know Divock, Divock didn't have the worst game against uh, West Ham. I actually thought he was pretty decent, uh, and so would have expected maybe him to start. And I think, I think that was a mistake, looking in hindsight. The first half, and, and probably even the second half, was just, just that just really really poor from us I think we weren't able to really get Thiago and Milner high enough up the pitch to influence the the game and fair play to Brighton you know they were they were just incredible um in their defensive play they were compact they played three and five of the back 
Um, the midfield was really good. They completely shut out James Milner and Thiago. Um, in an attacking sense, they pretty much did nothing. But, but you know, given the way we're playing, one attack. It's always the way, right? When you're when you're when you're not facing too many consistent attacks, it just becomes more difficult to defend the one or two attacks that do come in because you're just not used to it and stuff. And which is why I'm hopefully hopefully against Manchester City uh, that well, I know from, I know against Manchester City that won't be the case. Um, but it was a bit of luck, uh, honestly. It fell to Alzate and he was able to poke the ball in. Kelleher couldn't do anything. Uh, maybe Nat Phillips could have just reached and cleared the ball um, from the cross in to mean that it didn't get to the Brighton players. Um, but yeah, just given the way we're playing, um, we didn't deserve to score. And I thought Brighton, honestly, Brighton deserved the win based on how well they played, how defensively well they were organised. Um, they pulled off together some, you know, some great performances over the last couple of games. You know, uh, They beat Tottenham at home and then they beat an us at Anfield. Um, so yeah, fair play to them. That They look like a very well-organised team, like they always have been. Um, but as I said, I think with Brighton all the way, all the time, I think it's just goals that are going to be their problem. Second half, honestly, guys, I'm not going to lie. I pretty much didn't pay attention at all. It's not like... I literally didn't even feel like we were going to get into the game. Um, even when it was 0-0, we didn't... We didn't pose any kind of consistent attacks or anything like that. We didn't look like... I don't think we had any shots on target. Uh, the keeper didn't really have to make any kind of huge, important saves. And... Yeah, it was, I think, what do I think the reasons for that are? I think one of the reasons is um, their creativity in midfield, and, and lots been talked about the creativity in midfield um, over the last four or five years, honestly, since Coutinho left. And we struggled again, we struggled, really, really struggled again today. Uh, and I think the, the way in which Brighton shut down James Milner and Thiago, I think particularly stifled us even more. Um, which ha which meant that, you know, any attacking player or or, or great through balls had to come from Henderson at the back and I don't know I don't want to hear anyone talking rubbish about Jordan Henderson again he, he is he is as much as he can picking up this team and carrying it to the wins that we've had this season right I, I think particularly since Van Dijk and Gomez got injured everything that's anything that's good that's happened to Liverpool in the past you know six months sort of six months sorry six weeks to a couple of months has all been down to Jordan Henderson and he's been absolutely mega absolutely perfect captain I think the best captain in the Premier League but the fact that he's having to be the kind of playmaker from centre-back, playing those long through balls in is, is ridiculous. You know, the, the chance of success of those, ball, those balls just isn't, um, yeah, just isn't very, very good. But, um, yeah, it was it was just honestly dire and uh, yeah, I, I pretty much nearly tuned off in, in the second half because um, we just didn't look like getting back into the game. The subs didn't make any difference. Uh, Oxlade-Chamberlain... Has just hasn't looked the same this season since his injury. Divock, we don't really have any other options, particularly with Minamino being loaned out as well to Southampton, which I thought was a bit of a strange one. But um, yeah, even the players that came on made no difference. And, and I think Klopp's right. I think the players uh, are struggling with some, some, some form of fatigue. Um, but yeah, that's been a bit of a problem. But that's it for this episode, guys. And I guess the shout out to Klopp is just rest up, guys. Rest up. <laughs> but thank you all for watching. And I'll catch you guys on the next episode.